And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. It's uh, Rufus, you're looking terrible. What's going on? You look perfect. I don't know what's going on. The connection from your side is you're all glitchy and, and pixelated. Really? I can hear you, but it's a little staticky. Really? Yes. That ain't good. I got no. too much shit going on my computer here. My uh, my home website is probably, or my home, you know what? Honestly, my Xfinity hasn't been working that good lately. I'm going to be honest with you, Rufus. I feel oh, like no. they're throttling me. I feel like I'm being throttled. You know what that usually means is uh, they're going to propose a new improved service that will cost you more money next month. Uh, I'm giving them enough money for the poorly done service that I have now. I don't. I don't want to have to go and mortgage my house to pay for my internet services. No, but that's what they want. I know it's what they. I mean, how could? I always buy the top of the line. Here, here's what really gets me. I bought the everything package, right? Yeah, sure. Buy it. Buy it. I, I got it 10 years ago on a demo thing, right? And then they just kept billing me for it, and I kept being too lazy to do anything about it. You were here when I tried to get him on the phone that one time, correct? Yeah, I remember that. It's funny. I, I came across that episode today. We, we, uh, we did get some things done there with our friends, but the deal is I'm like, okay, so I have everything. Right, supposedly. Then yeah. I'm flipping through channels, and it's like you need a subscription for this. Hmm. And I'm like, how could I need a subscription for it? Supposedly, I have everything, and it's only stuff that I want to watch because I can't have it, and they know that. Of course, it's it's all tailored I, just for you. I, I'm not signing anything up for anything. I'm really, really, I'm thinking about cutting the cord and just going with their internet only. But then it's on days like today when the internet sucks, but I'm like, well. 
then how rude would they be? Probably. I probably even have worse service. Yeah, true. Guys, it's so it sucks so much that you're just sort of trapped in that monopolistic thing there. And the good news is, Agent Pie, the guy who Trump put in charge of the FCC and all that good stuff, wants to oh. give us even less choices. Oh, wonderful! Isn't that awesome? So we can look forward to doing the show over dial-up pretty soon. Right. Well, we now we can pay four hundred dollars a month, yeah, but have dial-up quality service. Awesome. Isn't that awesome? That's so sweet of them. They just, they're always picking out for the consumer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Less regulation nowadays. Like back in the old days of the Southwestern Bill, less regulation was like, okay, break up the big companies. Now less regulation is let the big companies buy up all the little companies. Right, exactly. It's like the opposite. Hey, speaking of companies, what happened with your uh, – with your lawsuit, how are things going? Can you fill us in a little bit for the listeners? I could, but I don't want to, only because I'm so fucking over it, man. I'm just, <laughs> god damn. I mean, I, I can't fill you in too much because, you know, right. legal bullshit. The deposition sucked. If your part went well, would anybody call you up and be like, Rufus, that was a great fucking job on that. We Rarely have we seen that kind of talent in the deposition arena. No, I mean, my defending lawyer said I did okay, but uh, during the breaks, of course, he was like, you know, you shouldn't have said this, shouldn't have said that, and I was like, well, hey, really? Yeah. Did you say, yeah. hey, numbnut, I was under oath, by the way, just because it means nothing to him, that your pact with God has always been powerful? No, he wasn't talking about shit like lying or anything, just like... Uh, oh. The the other lawyers are real tricky, man. The guy interviewing you, he, he, they pull some tricky fucking word shit and get you to start, like, saying things. And then they're like, oh, well, you said this the other time. Then you got to be like, well, yeah, but in that context, I meant... And then they try to get you wrapped up in this whole yarn ball of fucking bullshit. And my, whole lawyer, my lawyer's point was like, you say yes, you say no, and you, you use the smallest words possible and the fewest words possible and he said i did like this my lawyer was great he said if they give you a document and they want they have one line highlighted and they say we're going to ask you about this line he said you take as much fucking time as you need and you read whatever they give you from top to bottom so they'd give me a page a document that's like seven pages long and they want to ask me about one sentence and i would say okay and then 10 minutes later i'd be like all right i read it and the lawyer questioning me would get so fucking pissed. He's like, you had to read that whole thing? Yeah, like, well, how could you yeah. know what could be taken out of context? And I, I had to read I had to read through my transcript last week of the deposition, and, and there was a line where I said exactly that. I was like, I don't know what the context is of this line you're going to ask me about. If you give me seven pages, I'm going to read seven pages. Hang on, you know? Did it say, hey, Rupert, it looks like you're bleeding from your ear hole? No, it was some document where I talked about selling heroin on the side. You know, no big deal. Yeah. What if, so what if you do heroin? That's another business. You know what? You have a terrible lawyer, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> why? Because the best advice I ever heard from a lawyer was, all you have to say is, I don't recall. Well, I've said that many times. Oh, yeah. Just be like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't recall. I don't recall. I don't recall. Because they can't make you recall, I guess. No, no, he told me that, and I did that many times. 
Oh, yeah. And most of the times it's true because this shit's been going on since 2012. So I'm like, I don't fucking know. 2012 is when this fucking lawsuit started? The lawsuit started in 2016, but the problem began in 2012. So they're asking a shit that's like really fucking old. And so my honest, genuine answer is like, I don't fucking know. How would I know that? So that was like the first year that your business started or no? No, it started in 2001. I I started at the end of 2012. But were they asking the people that were – has anybody been there since 2001 other than the owner? Uh, Yeah, well, yeah, the owner and the CFO, and then they called in somebody who doesn't work there anymore but did then. And uh, there's a lot of fucking people involved. Anyway, good Lord. So the lawsuit basically goes back to 2001 when the fucking whole thing started. Well, the issue started in mid-2015, but it, 2000, from the beginning of time until 2015, everything was fine. And so part of our lawsuit is we have to discuss you know, when it was fine compared to when it, it's suddenly not fine. And it's a, it's a fucking nightmare. Anyway. Just one last question. Was it what you did that made it not fine? Since it started in 2012... And 2015, was it your fault? That's all. I mean, you can tell me here. You don't have to tell anybody else. You just tell me. And the 18,000 listeners. I don't recall. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly what I wanted you to say. Exactly what I wanted you to say. <laughs> You're high. That's the only thing I ever ask anybody in a, in a job interview is that exact a question like that. And if they don't say, I do not recall, then I have to just turn them away. Right, right. The only, only thing proper answer to any question in a job interview is I don't recall. I want to hire people that when they leave my company, all they tell other people is, I don't recall what happened at that company. Right. And a lot of that has to do with date rape. I mean, you know, that's what Harvey Weinstein thought he was doing. But yeah. not. Date. Okay. Well, Okay, right. separate. I mean, date, does date rape involve, like, buying a drink or dinner or something? What is the difference between date rape and regular rape? Uh, at, at some point, a bill was paid, I guess. Know someone or whatever? I mean, I wonder what it is, actually. Well, I wonder I think if anybody's ever accused of date rape and then asked someone to split the check. I, I don't know. Surely it's been it's been done. I wonder if a woman has ever paid the check and then been date raped. That is the ultimate fucking humiliation for a man. I don't know. Maybe somebody can call in and tell us. Yes, please call us in and let us know at 646-668-8826. Rufus wants to know about rape. Not like a how-to, but like... Oh. But like why? Right. Or, you know... Some of the sexy details. Oh, yes. Rufus has got date rape fantasies. Tell us about the first time you were date raped, Rufus. The first time I was or the first time I did? The first time you were. The one the one that started why you ended up eventually date raping. Oh. I mean, well, I, every person who is date raped has been date raped previously. Well, it was a play date, so that's not a good okay. start. Right. Uh I don't remember much, but... Right, well, of course not. I did get a lollipop for keeping my mouth shut. Now, was this an uh, adult lollipop, or was it a child lollipop? It looked more like a mush, a purple mushroom. 
Okay, so it was probably an adult lollipop. But I, I licked it and sucked on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're a fucking demented motherfucker. Now tell us about the first time you date raped. It was a similar situation, except I was holding the lollipop. Oh, were you? No, I'd good love. God. I don't recall. Uh, okay, there you go. So, Rufus, uh, tell us about your Valentine's Day. What did you do on Valentine's Day? Uh, nothing really. I mean, I guess I didn't because I don't remember anything. Were you date raped or did you date rape? Uh, I got uh, raped by Pro Flowers because they charged me a shitload of money for two dozen roses. How much does a two dozen roses go on? What Pro Flowers? That's actually the name of a of a place. Pro Flowers. Oh shit! They've been around forever. Proflowers.com. They deliver flowers to your door. And what makes them the pros? I don't know because they invested twelve dollars in a domain name that had pro in it. I guess eight hundred flowers was already taken. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. I think that one had her flowers is a another website. But so, so how far in advance did you order said flowers? I must oh God, the details. In advance is not really a phrase I can use because it was like the day before. Right. There was no, no they planning. There was no driving down. You know what? I got my wife one of those glass roses in a, or one of those roses in glass from the Seven Eleven, the ones that you can double crack pipe. They, I mean, she loved them. Uh, she's got a whole bouquet. I don't know where the glass is, but uh, she's got a whole bouquet of the flowers. I was going to say, does she really need another one? Because I think you got her one last year. Glass, glass pipes, they're, you know, they're hard. They're tough to keep alive when they get hot and you burn your lips on them and they fall to the floor and break. Yeah, that's true. But it's so sexy, honestly. It's like every year at Valentine's Day, I, I look forward to watching her smoke crack. I don't know why. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, beautiful thing. Then she takes apart the VCR, you know, and stuff like that, like people do when they're on crack and meth. Does she put it back together or just take it apart? She just takes it apart because she wants to see what, you know, how it works. Because, you know, you can tell a lot about how VCR works by taking it over and examining the magnetic heads because they are so easy to dissect. Well, she could probably get a certificate from one of those mail order certificate places for, like, VCR repair. She did get a small stretch at DeVry at one point, the technical institute. <laughs> DeVry, wow, is that still around? I, I'm sure it probably is. I mean, it was like the original for-profit college. Well, I mean, technically, I guess all colleges are for, for profit, right? I mean, Edwards doesn't build this giant fucking whatever. Well, I mean, they got a lot of money from that Bill Moody guy, whoever the hell he was. Bill Monday, was that his name? Something like that. He owned a bunch of car lots, I think. I don't know. Have you seen St. Edwards lately? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I think I drove past last time I was in Austin, but I didn't, like, go through the campus. I can't believe you didn't go through the campus. That's fucking heresy. But I get, like, alumni shit from them all the time, and it's like, hey, can you give St. Edwards 100 bucks Because we just built a fucking $15.5 million indoor pool, and we need to put chemicals in it. Thank you, Bill Monday. <clears throat> I do know that but behind Teresa Hall, whenever I was there, it was nothing but woods. It was like dense fucking forest. Yeah, right. And we'd, we'd go, go out. It'd be the dead of the night. We'd just go out there and be in the woods, and now it's like condos and shit. But it's all like St. Ed's condos. You right. St. Edward's apartments. They have their own apartments that students can live in now. 
that just doesn't seem right. If you're going to live like on an, campus, you should live in a shitty dorm. When I was there, it was like Alcatraz. I mean, probably maybe a step down from Alcatraz food-wise. A, what was the name of the food fucking vendor? I can't remember, but it was the worst fucking, it was worse than fucking prison food. It had to be, when, when you think of, now St. Edward's has like made-to-order pizzas, stir-fry, you know, like shit every fucking night like that. When I was there, dude, it was like, oh, yeah. hey, chili dogs or fucking cereal, basically. Yeah. They had the big you know? cereal deals that you yeah. could just like, drop cereal in a bowl. <laughs> How fucking awesome for them when people just want to eat cereal for every fucking meal. I could do that. I could back then. Right. Well, I could too because I was high. But, but I, you know, I actually could choke down a few uh, chili dogs and stuff like that. But, I mean, there was no stir fry. We weren't eating no. sushi at, uh, at the cafeteria there. Did I tell you about the time we broke in the cafeteria? I, I remember you told me a tale about you tripping your balls off in the cafeteria, <laughs> sitting right. next to an RA or something. But I don't that's think you told right. me about the head RA, the head RA Mike Garrity. Yeah, that that's right. Those, that will stick with me fucking forever. That is like <laughs> that whole day. My first acid trip, and that whole day or what, twelve hours or whatever is like. I'm not sure if I'm scarred by it. Or if it was a fucking good thing, I really, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I remember walking behind the dorm there. You know how, if you looked out, I lived in Fremont. So it kind of looked out over towards uh, Congress Avenue. You couldn't really see it because all those woods and shit were there. But behind yeah. there was like this rocky ledge with like trees and shit. And we had walked to, someone over the course of years had walked a path to Circle K right across the street there. Mm-hmm. Right? You know the Circle <laughs> K there? And uh, I just remember walking back on that path, right? Not going to Circle K, but walking back there in those woods, and the sun was coming up, and I guess I'm starting to peak. And it was just one of those moments. It's so weird, dude. I knew that this exact fucking vision and the smell of everything, like in the in the back there, there was like cicadas or something. You know that sound? Oh, that yeah. It was always there. You can still hear it. It might still be there in Texas. Around here, you don't really hear it. Oh, it's just like, yeah. Just, Sound, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? And I knew at that moment, I'm like, this fucking moment is going to stick with me the rest of my fucking life. <laughs> Just like it fucking is happening right now. Fucking crazy. So I probably did open up a small window in my brain, maybe, and then it shut immediately as soon as I had to sit down with Mike Gerke and the cartoons were on the TV. Yeah, I mean, I'll never forget any of that. But we used to go back there and smoke pot behind those apartments, or where the apartments are now, and there was fucking a homeless encampment back there. Yep. Right? And there was, like, they had made this tent. And it wasn't a tent. It was, like, an apartment. They had bought a bunch of one-by-ones and put them up and, like, nailed them or screwed them to trees, right, and made, like, the frame of a house. And, And then, yes, and then they put, like, that plastic wrap, like, plastic sheeting around Yeah. Edges and it had a door, but it had no fucking ceiling. As strange as it sounds, it had like no roof. And we went in there, and there's they like these people's shit was in there. I mean, I don't know if they were down panhandling somewhere or something. And we're going through their shit, and there's like parole papers and fucking no, all kinds of there. You could yeah, have been shanked. Yeah, we easily could have been probably fucking killed, no doubt. You know, four fucking green ass fucking college students versus one maniacal. 
They're two maniacal homeless people with machetes, probably. Dude, all hyped up on PCP and shit. All right, but. we're just on pot. We've got we've got slow reflexes because we're on pot. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're lucky. You're lucky to be even talking to me right now. You know what's crazy is uh, when I was in Austin last time, I noticed something kind of sad. No, I don't. Like you know how? Thing. I'm sure you've heard about how LA is like overrun by homeless so much that there's yeah. like. Austin is just like that, dude. I would drive down Ben White, or what used to be Ben White, and there on the side on the embankment where it's like the road and then that little uplift before it gets to the, you know, the highway, there's just like tents, just campgrounds, just little cities of tents everywhere. And underneath the overpasses, there's like tents and shit. It's just homeless people all over the place. And I mean, God bless them. They're in a, a fucking situation, but... I don't remember that shit whenever I was in Austin. I read that in the paper that they put in some kind of moratorium allowing the homeless people to set up those camping spots in those spaces. And I, I got to And I guess what I was reading was that homeless problem hasn't grown that much in Austin, right? Like personnel-wise. Like, but the problem is the overbuilding in Austin and all the fucking, all the vacant land is now built on, like, where houses didn't used to be, where they used to, like, hang out. Right. Right? It brought them, they've had to go to the fucking streets because there's nowhere else for them to fucking live anymore. Even well, I gotta, homeless people are... I gotta say, even though that I, like, saw these tents and stuff, these little encampments under uh, overpasses, I didn't really see that many homeless people, and everything was clean. Like, even their little tent areas were not, like... You know, it didn't look like some sort of shady, weird they shit. They weren't they've... shitting on the sidewalk. They haven't hit the shitting on the sidewalk part of being homeless yet. No, no, no. Now, did the homeless guy stab some fucking guy in the neck right before he went there? I don't know. Did he? I'm sure. Yeah, he did. That's what you. You know what? You just homeless homeless people just can't have sharp objects. They're fine until they're armed. Then then you have to worry about the homeless people. Or well, even drunk. Either you want a sharp object or you want a home. Take your pick. Remember when, I mean, remember when we, we were coming back from Texaco one time and I had bought some beer and there was that homeless guy that said, we'll work for food. He's always at the corner of Old Torp and 35 there. You know, we used uh-huh. to go to that Texaco. And uh, I, uh, I, gave, I gave him a couple of beers, remember? Yeah. And... Uh, we asked him if he would come back and clean the house, and he said no. <laughs> I don't remember that part. I, that, I remember that. I, and I did the same thing after that, like a year, like a couple of years after that. I remembered it, and I was stuck in a light, and it was at airport, at a airport and I-35, and I was stuck in a light, and there was a homeless guy, and I had a six-pack that, of course, I drank half of while driving, Right. But I, I saw the guy, I held the beer out for him, and he came and got it, thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I didn't think about asking him to clean my apartment. Well, no, I'm just kidding about that. But I did, we did one time ask a, a homeless person, it was a lady, and she, you know, she had will work for food, got kids and all that stuff, and we offered her $40 to come clean the apartment, and she said, fuck you guys. Honestly, she did. Okay, well, and fuck I, her. That's kind of fucking lame, you know what I mean? Don't, then don't, then you not. If you're not willing to work for food or money, then don't fucking put your sign up. We should have taken her to fucking court, honestly. We should have. 
It's not only false advertising, it's a breach of contract. Because that's, that's right. It's in writing. That's right. You're exactly right. I'm going to hunt her down. I'm going to find out where she's at. We're going right. to she presented me with this contract so that she would work for food. I paid my part of the contract. I mean, you, what we should start to start taking do that to homeless people and start taking them to small claims court. For <laughs> <laughs> what little sure, way? On the street, like instead of holding out, hold out a beer, and then on the other side of the beer is the service papers, like folded <laughs> in half. Well, they would never deny service. They could never fucking deny service. You could like, like hand them this, this envelopes full of money and service papers. <laughs> try that once because you know what you ever see those like specials where these fucking homeless people and I'm not that but dog and a homeless I've met some nice homeless people too don't get me wrong who worked at there was a, a small service station and it was a Texaco again but it actually had a garage and stuff right they actually did car work there and there was an Indian guy and I mean like an American Indian guy and his name was Joe Sure. That's what he told me his name was. I don't know if his name was really Joe, but I used to go there all the time and buy beer at that store, right? And he was a homeless guy, and he was he was a Vietnam vet, and he was trying to get his fucking life back together, right? I mean, I would walk down there, and I was there enough, you know, that I actually would talk to the guy. You know how I am, Rufus. I'm a people person. Oh, yes. And, and I kind of got to know the guy, and he was living, the, the guy that owned the Texas station was letting him sleep inside of the garage on a cot, right? And then for some reason I stopped going there, and then the next time I went there, Joe was gone and was probably shooting up heroin somewhere or something. Well, but God he was life back together. He was trying to get his life back together. That's all I know. But I can't stand anything where you see these homeless people go and they bag and then they go and get in their fucking Mercedes Benz and fucking drive home. Yeah, yeah. This should at least drive their... Right. Beat at least drive something. Audi or something. Right. Drive something less than what I'm driving. If you're going to humiliate me like that, drive a cheaper, shittier car than I do. Yes. Now, what you got? What you drinking? Uh, this is bubbly. Are you, re- you ready for this? Bubbly in a 16-ounce can. What? Yeah. You know, I'm disappointed. I can't get bubbly around here anymore. I know, Bubbly's been tough to get your hands on lately. Me, as a beverage influencer, I fucking have blown Bubbly up so much that it's fucking, it's gone. People, you just can't get it anymore. I apologize for that. They used to have it at Walmart. Every time I went to Walmart, I'd crack open the case. I'd get a strawberry or cherry Bubbly. And I I noticed that they stopped refilling it. And, like, one day I, like, grabbed the last one, and I knew. I was like, this is the last last one. And sure enough, it's. They replace it with like Mountain Dew because we're in fucking right. East Texas where yeah. people are too dumb to drink this water. No. Mountain Dew is, I guarantee you, Mountain Dew is the best selling. They can say Coke all they want. I guarantee you, Mountain Dew is the best selling fucking soft drink in areas that are primarily inhabited by meth heads. So up here where I'm at, there's plenty of fucking Mountain Dew to go around. I think the uh, if you could chart like on a map, Sales of Mountain Dew across the country. I bet the sure. concentration of Mountain Dew sales would align perfectly with low IQ, uh, drug usage, no job, that kind of thing. So, so basically, to our listeners, 
We should get fucking. We should get uh, Mountain Dew spot on this fucking show. <laughs> we should. We should be endorsed by Mountain Dew. That's not. I'm saying that's not fair to say that because everybody compared to us is low IQ. Ask Stephen Hawking. We actually made fun of his IQ, and he. I mean, he understood though. He understood that he was not a. Sport. Well, yeah, he's a good sport. I mean, he knows that he's he's not our level. He had to be a good sport in a lot of ways. I don't know that you gave him a lot of choices to be a poor sport. Wow, that's true. It's not like he can really retaliate. <laughs> he was a poor sport to that lady that took care of him for 18 years. How many times did she probably save his life from choking on a fucking potato? <laughs> and he's got the nerve to fucking, was he, what was he doing, say stuff about her boobs? Wasn't he? I mean, he literally sexually harassed this lady. Something, something like that, yeah. Dude, dude, I have to search right now if Stephen Hawking could get a boner. Because I need to know. That would be the great name of a fucking band, Stephen Hawking's Boner. <laughs> yes, it would. Or a documentary. How does, Steve, how does Stephen Hawking have sex? Let us find out. Ew. Do uh, we? I know want to? He has several kids, but he has several kids before he got sick, though, right? I guess. He was in a wheelchair more than nine months before he had kids. Well, but, I mean, that doesn't, let's see. ALS does not interfere with the ability to have erections or orgasms. Oh, God. But what about sensation? Aren't you numb? Or are you just, you can't move? Could you you be numb and have an orgasm? I don't see how that's possible. That's what I mean. I mean, you need the stimulation for the orgasm, right? Unless you have a really good imagination, I think you'd have to have some kind of nerve sensation. There, no, there, if you, there is a man, I need him to call us right now. It's 646-668-8826. And tell us if you've ever had an orgasm without touching yourself or being touched. I mean, okay, I guess it's possible because people have wet dreams. I personally have never had a wet dream. Have you had a wet dream? No, but I wouldn't even count that because dreams can be, like, real. But, like, if you oh, just I, sat there and thought about something and then popped off, you're some kind of superhuman. I don't think that's possible. superhuman or are you just a fucking freak of nature? Or some kind of weird-ass pervert. That's yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Or you've never had sex, maybe, and you don't know what it feels like, so just thinking about it makes you pop off, as Rufus likes to put it. <laughs> Which, like, I've heard my wife. Hey, honey, I'm ready to pop off. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's got romantic. It is romantic. I'm getting another glass, another uh, rose in a glass pipe. For all you people out there that think my wife smokes crack, she does not. She's a fucking wonderful, wonderful mother and a huge, huge heroin addict. <laughs> So she does not smoke crack. That was well done. Rufus knows. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, well, I didn't even think for Valentine's Day either, Rufus, so I guess we suck. Yeah. yeah we suck. It's but you know what? I don't feel bad because my wife didn't do anything special for me either. So why, why does the responsibility land on the man? <laughs> That's what I want to know. It's the day for love. Than love, right? I mean, there's things to sure. tango, but it's up to the man to make something special happen. Well, even in dancing, even with a tango, the man has to lead. You know, I mean, yes. that's... has to lead. Good point. Well, here's the deal. This 
and I've fallen for this before, and I, it's like I fall for it every year. This is, and it's, it's created a kind of situation where my wife says, I'm like, what do you want to do for Valentine's Day? Nothing. What do you do for Valentine's Day? Nothing. Okay. Right. And it's a trap, you know, and then I get nothing and do nothing, and then I get, then I go at the end of the night, I'm like, well, it's Valentine's Day. I'm ready to pop off now. <laughs> and she's, I mean, I, I was going to pop off. She probably more than likely was not going to pop off. It was just going to be me popping off. Sure, sure. I mean, that's, yeah. Pop off, that's on her, right? I mean, I don't I don't make her make me orgasm. She Hey, pop off on your own time. You're on my right, time now. She met that night. That's what she, she said to me that night. <laughs> oh, and damn. I did the old Spicoli to Mr. Hand. I said, I was thinking about this. This is our time. You're here. And I'm here, so I can pop off, and you need to help me while we eat pizza. <laughs> oh, and she said, yeah, you should get to know Mr. Ann. <laughs> what a great movie. What a great fucking movie. Yes, it When's is. the last time you watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Oh, God, long, long-ass time. We should watch that on the show. We should, because it's time to revisit that show, for sure. We'd have to have a better... Comcast connection than this, though. Is it really that bad? Because you are perfect on my end. Oh, shit, dude. Let me take a screenshot. I don't know if you I can sure see it. My end is up and not your end? Well, I would guess if I look good well, to no, you. Because that's my end, right? I don't know how the internet works, but I know you're the one who is, uh, Comcast is trying to pop off on you with a new... <laughs> Pop off on me monthly. The 15th of every month, I get popped off on my fucking Comcast. Are you, are you taking a screenshot or not? Yeah, I did, but I can't figure out how to make it work and, and keep talking at the same time. Fair enough. Fair enough, Rufus. So, um, let's see. Should I hang up and call back? No, no. I mean, I can hear you fine. That's The audio is great, so... You know what I did notice when I called in Blog Talk Radio? Blog Talk Radio was a little fuzzy on my end at first. Mm, it's your contest. As long as I'm getting this and it looks good on my end, we can just upload the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. The video. And we'll have the video. And you look you look fucking choice. That's all I want to say. New shades, Rufus? Uh, what's my glasses with clip-on shades? Oh, is it really? Yeah, look. Oh my God, that is brilliant! Hey, I just want to give a shout out to your aunt Dan, Diane Hogan. Yes, why? She's she awesome. Took the, She's awesome. She took the liberty of turning your uh, your Facebook post last night into something political, and I can appreciate that because I could feel you squirming as it went down. Oh, I don't. Are you squirming? I don't even give a fuck. No, I like Diane though. She's really awesome. She is awesome, and she attacked your friend Mike Baldwin. Was that his name? Who? Mike? Was it Mike Baldwin? Oh, shit. I don't know. Well, you got some friend on there who was a, a pro-Trumper, obviously, and Diane triggered him, and he started spouting off nonsense, and then me and Diane shut him down. That's all oh, good for you guys. No, Mike Baldwin doesn't bring back. I don't know oh. if it was Mike Baldwin. I don't want to say his name on the show because I don't want people searching this guy and destroying him. On a I mean, I wasn't trying to be political at all. I was talking more about the media and how the media just tries to 
to stir up fucking bullshit to get their own audience doing shit. Well, when it took a turn, whenever whenever Diane made it political, I was like, all right, I'm out. That's not. I know that's your point. I know you. <laughs> nope. I know you're out, but then you tried to back up your point again, and your buddy was like, yeah, that's what we want to hear, Rufus. He thought he thought you were a Trumpite. No, and that's I when I had to get on it. I was talking about the media. The media does advertising clicks, so it has nothing to do with politics. I want to go through that and see what I posted on there to shut him down. This is actually interesting. This is probably something we should talk about on the show real quick. I don't even know who this guy is. Mike who? Dalton. I don't know. Where is my phone? Where is my phone? Look at your Facebook account. You'll see. I don't want to look at it. No, I don't want to. Well, I I just want to put this in context because I want you to Google this, right? Texas GOP misinformation. Wait, what? Texas GOP misinformation. Okay. Uh-oh. What about it? What am I looking at? I don't know. I'm going to have to bring it up now because I don't know what's coming up. I want to see if the same thing comes up. It was from the Houston Chronicle. Houston Chronicle. Texas Republican Party plans to build phony campaign. Did you see this? Mm. It's like the second Yeah, that's it. No, I see it's uh, first one for me. Here's, oh, is it? Yeah. Here's the first reason. Uh, the first thing that came up on my computer was reverse cowgirls in Houston fucking giant penises. But that's just because that's probably how my search works. But um, he, your Diane said that, you know, misinformation that he was basically like, it's okay for Russia to meddle in our election, right? Until they, until they start changing, literally changing voting machine votes, it's okay for them to meddle in the election right. through misinformation or whatever, right? And I oh, said, no. Okay. Right, and she said, I don't think it's okay. And he goes back and says, it's okay because both parties do it, right? It's known that both parties do it. And then I knew of this story, so I put a link to the story and said, no, it seems like the GOP does it a lot more, right? And if you read this story, the Texas Republican Party is buying up the Democrats' website domains, right, And and setting them up with false information. About the candidate, <laughs> and he's like, "That's okay, right?" And he didn't. He, he reads the whole story, and all he says is, "Well, there's a false statement in that story, and it's the last fucking." <laughs> he reads the whole story, and the only thing he notices is the very last paragraph, where it says, "Other plans revealed Republicans are worried about election results in local races, given the state has limited straight ticket voting beginning in 2020." The memo called for finding catchy taglines to encourage people to vote Republican down ballot, including vote right, vote to the wait, vote right to the bottom. I know, that sounds fucking weird, but that's the only thing he knows about this whole deal that I said. So I had to, of course, put what? Because fake news, right, in quotes, of course, uh-huh. because they went the old fake news route, basically, saying that this whole thing was wrong. And then if you, you didn't read the thing, but it basically says that the reason that the, the Republicans are having to do this is because people, even in Texas, are unhappy with Trump, and they, don't, they can't support Trump. They're afraid, the Republicans in, in Texas are afraid that people won't support Trump, right, because I guess Texas is coming around a little bit, maybe. I think everyone's coming around a little bit. I, I don't think so. I know you think that, and I admire that. Dude, I was at a place the other day that was full of fucking Trump crazies. 
I mean, full of them. And they I, were ignorant hillbillies, but... I'll tell you what proud. makes me think everybody's crazy is whenever I post an article or a comment that has something to do with the media in general, and it turns into a political comment that's us versus them, and all I'm saying is the media is fucking both of you people over. Yeah, we get that, Rufus, but we can't argue on that point, God damn it! How are we I, supposed to argue if you don't fucking accept the argument? That's my point. Don't argue. Because it, it has nothing yeah, to do with... Beat the, the, the fucking guy down, and that's what's important. It's like you're missing the point of the whole fucking story. I, I, I get it. Trump's a piece of shit, and, <laughs> and all Thank that. You. That's all you had to say from the outcome. We can avoid this whole thing. All you had to do was say, hey, Trump's a piece of shit. And I said, thank you, Rufus. You've seen the light. I know that you're smart. My problem has nothing to do with Trump. Look, it didn't, but I wanted it to. So me and Diane made it. Okay, already? (laughs) Next time I'll I'll post apples are better than oranges and be like, I don't know, oranges oranges look like Trump. Here we go. That's right. See, and you know what? Everybody knows. You can say that you're doing an apple and orange thing. Everyone knows that that's a fucking thinly veiled jab at Trump, Rufus. <laughs> and it's racist. Apples are red. You know, the red man, Native Americans. Yeah. Right. Oh, I did see the most fucking ignorant thing, too. That I, one of Trump's supporters, it was, a, it was a congressman, actually, said this, or a, a senator, said, said that, People that come here, right, he was bashing DACA, of course, right? You know what DACA is. All these kids that were born here and have been educated here, now they want to ship them away to places that they've never even fucking lived, basically. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Said, well, the problem with the DACA kids is they don't want to assimilate to American culture. Even though they've grown up in American culture, right, their whole life, they don't know anything else, that they don't want to assimilate. And I was like... That's like, I mean, why should, first of all, okay, they do assimilate, but why should they? When we fucking came here as pilgrims and took over, we didn't assimilate ourselves to be fucking Native Americans. Right? No, but even beyond that, like, we're not those same people that came here back then either. I mean, otherwise we'd be Puritans. I mean, people are people. Just let them fucking be people. And if you grow up here... Dude, there's no such thing as assimilation. I mean, I guess there's assimilation in terms of, like, ideology, like, okay, America's land of the you free know, or whatever, but you can still have your Mexican bullshit and your Indian bullshit. I mean, it's called a melting pot for a reason. You know who wanted assimilation, don't <laughs> you? Who? Who, Trump? Well, he wants it, but he only wants it because someone else wanted it. Well, assimilation is not a bad thing. Well, it is if you're Nazi Germany. That's who, Rufus. That's who wanted people to assimilate. Oh, good Lord. You're the one that wants to have a fucking political show. You're going to have to fucking sharpen your political chops a little bit. If you're going to be attacked by... No, I, I want to have a political show to downplay how stupid politics is. Because it's all fucking... It's all smoke and mirrors and just people getting riled up for stupid bullshit. I want to have a political show because I don't take it seriously, and I think that's my fucking angle. I don't give a fuck at all. Well, when you're locked up in a cage, I'll come visit you, motherfucker. Well, no, because you'll be locked up in a cage, too. No way, dude. I'll take my own life (laughs) first. 
He and fucking Alex Jones. Whatever happened to him, anyways? To who? Alex Jones. Oh, God. I don't, he got banned from Twitter, and I haven't heard about him since. <laughs> Go figure. He got, oh, he got sued <laughs> for, uh, he was spouting off some shit about how the Sandy Hook shooting was a, a hoax, and he got sued. That pretty much obliterated him. Uh, that guy went off the defense. You know what I mean? Yeah, that I mean, dude. He oil hat. You can't. How do you say that? I mean, he got sued and, like, lost, like, 10 million bucks, right? Was he ever out of the deep end? Because we watched him in the 90s, and he was still off the deep end. And you know what's crazy? is back in the 90s, I'm like, that's shtick. Right? I'm like, this guy obviously is saying this shit because it's a fucking, it's a joke. The whole idea that he was serious back then, he probably should have been fucking put in the loony bin. Yeah, either he is the cleverest fucking showman ever, or he's nuts. And I, I kind of think he's just nuts. Well, you met him, did you not? At a bar? Well, yeah, briefly, but he was drunk off his ass. And did he say anything about aliens or <clears throat> time? No, but I was there. I was on my computer. I was working on a screenplay with a guy. And I was early, so I was on my computer typing some shit out. And he came out of a private room. Were you perpetrating? Like, like you were doing something important? I wasn't doing anything important. I was writing a screenplay. No screenplay is important. And Alex Jones came out of the, the room behind me, which was a private room. There was a big party going on. The door opened. It was noisy as shit. And he comes out and goes to the bar, which is right next to me. I'm like, here, Alex Jones is right there getting a drink. And I just looked over and said, oh, that's Alex Jones. And he turns around to go back in, and he sees me, and I see him, and I said, hey, Alex, just because I knew who he was. And he looked over my shoulder at my computer screen, and uh, he just he patted me on the shoulder and said, keep up the research. You know, like I was researching uh, some kind of crazy shit, you know. And then he, You know what? The crazy part of that story is he probably was cut off from the bar inside of the room, so he had to go out. <laughs> I the room and buy a fucking drink because they're like, sorry, Alex, no more, dude. Don't want to hear any more about the space propaganda, whatever he fucking talked about. I don't know. He, he was, I, I do recall that I could tell that he was pretty goddamn drunk. Well, I was reading a thing in the, I don't, it was online and someone was talking about uh, meeting him in Austin when he worked it. Uh, well, he didn't work there. I guess he just had a free show on Austin Access, right? Mm-hmm. And the last he was there, he got in a fist fight with some dude, right? Really? He was making him in the parking lot because he had been lifting a bunch of weight, right? He turned himself into like this fucking crazy weightlifting dude who thought he was like a badass. What? And he picked a fight with some fucking skinny guy in the parking lot, and the skinny guy beat the fuck out of him, and then Alex Jones called the cop to try uh. to have the guy arrested, and all the people that fucking were there and witnessed the whole thing. Told the cops it was fucking Alex Jones that instigated the fucking fight, and they didn't take the guy away, but he got his ass. I guess he was fucking bleeding all over the fucking place and shit. I'm like, how fucking awesome. How do I miss that? How far away did we even live from fucking Austin Access Studios? Probably not even that far. Probably not that far. You know what makes me mad is that somebody who's just crazy and nuts just gets rich and famous being crazy and nuts, where guys like us, we try and work hard. And we have quality content. Quality? 
super quality content every goddamn weekend. Well, we got songs and we have inventions. Oh, another one of our inventions was taken, I noticed. Did you get my text the other day? I did. It, Which one was that? I got it right here. Well, now, the latest one is that now that Hot Wings show it's is a game a show. show. Right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Who came up with that? Gee, I don't and know. That, you know, and now that, remember a couple of years ago, I was talking about that texting where they should just have a thing where you take a picture of a receipt and it tells you if you can write it off or not? Yep. TurboTax is doing that now. I mean, really? Really, Rufus? As soon as this marijuana thing takes off and I get bought out, dude, we're going to fucking, we're going to realize our fucking dreams. First thing we're going to do is record an album, honestly. Fuck yeah. Legit. real. I don't even know if we're going to record an album as much as we're going to package what we already have recorded and get it out out there. You know what I think we should do? Remember that, and I think I I texted you about this. We, uh, I like your, your thought that you're on the edge of my, of your seat there. That, uh, you I remember a while back when we put some of our songs on that website where you played to have people listen to it? As sad as that sounds. But that's no yeah. different than pay to play, I guess, at a bar or whatever. No. We need to do that with some of our new tunes. I know we got to do it with Put It In Drive. We have to. Yeah, we it's do. It's a hard You know what? Can I play that for the folks real quick, Rufus? Yep. I listened to it when I've been working out. I don't know if you can tell that I'm getting a little chiseled here. Dallas Jones died. I can't tell only because the video feed is oh, oh, oh. its like four squares. I can barely make out your face. It could be my massive build is messing with the fucking mojo on your computer. There's good a be. good chance of You're but I've been screwing things up. Now every day, right? And I've invented my own workout. I want you to know my own water workout, Rufus. I've invented I'm calling it the patented Aquatone mm. workout because I'm not trying to get swole. I'm just trying to get lean and mean. That's but, my goal. Uh, I've, I've been listening. I put a bunch of music on this waterproof player that I bought, okay? Sure. And uh, every once in a while, a hyper song, song pops up, and I found myself listening to it and going, God damn, that's a good song. Even once to the point that it popped up in the rotation, and I didn't even notice it was a fucking hyper slot song. That's it's- how good it sounded against these fucking million-dollar albums that I have on my fucking – on my – iPad thing or iPod thingy, it sounded just as fucking good as anything else. It is. That's it is. Crazy. Then I had, and then, you know, Joel, right? Joel used to live with us at Roehampton. Joel Gaddy? He's under a small, yes, he's under a small part of my tutelage at the yeah. Aquatone Center. But uh, he had to load up a bunch of songs on an underwater thing for him because he didn't have the right cord or something. I don't know how that's even possible, but. So I I fucking put all the hypersoft songs on there, right? And he mm-hmm. told me the other day they were working out. He's like, "Hey, dude, I think I just heard one of your songs." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "That shit's pretty fucking good." And then he remembered when we recorded uh, Internet Love Song. It wrote really. Him. That's I awesome. That moment. That might be another one of those acid trip moments that I have that I remember exactly how it fucking went down. I do too. Dirty I remember that moment. Over the. Uh, the noise filter and everything. Plugging I, in the portrait. I mean, I fucking remember it. I do, too. I do, too. I do vividly. I remember that, specifically that song, recording it. You know what I remember? Recording this. Hey. 
Pathos is the kind of brilliance that you experience when you're with the Hypers Lodge. Me and Rufus wrote that little gym. I'm still a little mad, Rufus, that I never did get reimbursed for that first room at that fucking shitty embassy suite by the airport in St. Louis. Don't ever stay there. Don't go there. Don't go near there because, obviously, a lot of gross things happen at that fucking airport. You never got reimbursed? Never did get reimbursed. I didn't even – I basically I, – I was outraged, which I'm never fucking outraged, right? But I was outraged. I'm only outraged about – I'm only triggered by a few things, and that is one of them. But uh, – that fucking I, you know what I did get? This is probably the most ridiculous part. I texted him a bunch of pictures of how filthy and disgusting this place was, right? And I didn't sure. text it. I emailed it to, to uh, Hilton. I bear witness member. to this, Stain. I'm an office member, and uh, you know what I did instead was a fucking text from the manager of the hotel, who's like. Sorry you didn't enjoy your stay. What? That was what I got from them. That's all I got was a text from the manager. Hey, this is Marcus, the manager of the airport Hilton. Sorry you didn't enjoy your stay, period. That was it. Like I was – like somehow I was out of line to be expecting a clean hotel room no. or clean sheets or like, you know, not shit on the fucking walls. I mean that was a disgusting fucking hotel room. It was pretty nasty. I mean, I've stayed in fucking Super 8s that were nicer than that. Me too. I mean, I, I did meet some Super 8s, and that shit was – I mean, there was, sustained, there was crusty shit on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was foul. So, people, let me put it this way. Do not stay at the airport Hilton in St. Louis – or Hilton, uh, Embassy Suite, St. Louis. Now, when we got over to the other place, what happened, Rufus? Tell me what happened when we got to – you know what, though? I will give the airport Hilton this, or airport embassy suites. We wrote some kick-ass lyrics there, my man. Well, the best, the best lyrics are written lyrics. under stress in bad right. situations. Obviously. Well, they call it the blues. Obviously. That's true. Good point. Very good point. So when we're rich and famous, in the liner notes, I will thank the airport Hilton after I give them a dressing down. For helping us to write lyrics because mentally I was not in a good state, but I was able to write great lyrics. And we both were because I tortured you by making you come there too, and you did help. We both wrote the lyrics together, even though in the lawsuit I will say that I wrote all the lyrics. So after this, get rid of this episode. I would expect no less of you. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, and I am you, and I am you. Sure. You know, I. I don't recall who wrote the lyrics. That's all I know. I don't recall who did. I think yeah. it was me. I don't think Rufus will recall. I really don't. I, I don't know. The documents have been lost to time. I can't believe <laughs> it. And there is no, there is no radio show uh, that has anything to do with that. I mean, actually, I think that we do. I do have some footage of uh, you recording the song sure. using my lyrics and my music, which was interesting because you were ripping me off right in front of me. But I was under such duress that I didn't even realize it. What was I know. I'm so sorry, but okay. Alright, folks. Take it to the VIP. Me and Rufus are gonna do some Jeopardy and drink some hot sauce. So don't miss it, please. What do we have left? Ten and twelve? Am I right or wrong? No, no, we have five, ten, and twelve. Okay, here's the deal. My thing got Dumped over. You know what's funny? Mine got dumped over too. 
How I weird is that? I have one, two, three, four, six, seven, ten, and twelve. I don't have five. I don't know where it's at. Because that, what I've been doing is taking the ones out that we do and throwing them away. So I, I know that's how we have five and ten and twelve left. Obviously, we're not doing twelve tonight. Yeah. Last I mean, week was pretty fucking hot, dude. My stomach was upset for like 40 hours after last week. I last told you that in the middle of this, last week was 11. Yeah, 11. That's right. So right. I don't have five. I, don't know where, I have five and so, ten. But I don't know where five is. Unfortunately, you do. That means I do five. You do ten tonight. No, no, no. You spin, and if it lands on five, we don't do it tonight until I find five. If it lands on ten, then we both do it. I got it. You still got six in front of you. I got six, but it's open. We've done it. Right, I oh. know, but I'm just if I spin okay. and it lands on five, you do six. Okay, that I makes that makes sense. That's fair enough. Because I don't think there's much. Difference. Fair enough. All right, here we go. Let me see. This I can't believe yours was ripped like mine was too. I mean, wonder how that happened. Yeah. What are the odds being ripped like that? The design Cheap. flaw. Cheap cardboard. Ready? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I really don't want ten. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. Eleven was rough. So eleven might... was horrible. Eleven was fucking horrible. Yeah, I told you the next day. My wife in the morning was like, is that your stomach? Because my stomach was like, <laughs> and then like, it'd be like, gurgle, gurgle. For me, it was all below the belly button, if you know what I mean. It was I, all I, I can't believe that. That is fucking scary. All right, here we go. Oops, I hit my finger. It didn't go all the way around. That's what she said. now because since there's only two left, it doesn't. It's landing on a bunch of open things. Yeah. Uh oh. Come on. Oops. Okay, I'm just gonna do this for the next half hour. Tune back in in like in a half an hour. Oh, so we, five. We got five. All right. So I'm doing six. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not right on five, but it's pretty fucking close. It's all pixels to me. I can't see what it is. Well, for me, it's five. On your side, it's ten. Six. Six, six, six. Mash out at the double. Did you see that movie? That, uh, The Dirt, I guess it was called, but about Motley Crue? I have not. I want to see it. We started watching it, but like in the first five minutes, one of the guys started getting a blowjob. And <laughs> Didn't want your son there to see that? Yeah, and I was like, okay, let's turn this off. So I haven't seen it since. It's lame. I mean, I don't even know how much of it is true. I mean, I guess some of it's true, but God, it's like they had so much inner band turmoil about fucking each other's girlfriends and wives and shit. You're like, what? Who are these chicks they were hooking up with? You know what I mean? You're like, I know that I married you, but now I'm fucking your fucking bandmate. Shanks. Yeah, I mean, that is so fucking weird. All right. Uh, Alexa, play Jeopardy. What is Jeopardy? Jeopardy. Now, here we go. Jeopardy. Thanks, Johnny. And welcome, players. 
You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. We should make an intro. Which would you like to play? Uh, catch up. Did you download that? Make an intro for this? Yeah. Jeopardy music. Yeah. Jeopardy. I'm right, Johnny. Here is the host of Jeopardy. Here are your hosts. Thanks, Johnny. And welcome. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Yeah, this shit is it is awful. Wait. God damn it. <laughs> oh, it went down the wrong pipe. It went down the wrong pipe. Your first category grab bag. Uh, Ancestry.com is one of the better known websites for uh, people interested in this non letter hobby. Repeat the question. Oh my God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Again, the category is grab bag. Ancestry.com is one of the better known websites for people interested in this non letter hobby. What is lineology? Ugh, what That's is like that? The correct Genia. response is genealogy. Oh my God! The second category is American history. Uh oh, I feel bad. The of this Pennsylvania nuclear power plant following the 1979 meltdown didn't end until 1993. What is it? Is Three Mile Island. Ooh. Yeah. I remember when that happened. Our third category is when they were teens. Carmen Electra played Tiger Lily and Nicholas Shea, Lost Boy, in their school's production of this show. Ooh. Repeat the question. The game category is when they were teens. Carmen Electra played Tiger Lily and Nicholas Shea, Lost Boy, in their school's production of this show. What is, what's up, paper Tiger Lily? <coughs> no. It's hot. The correct response was, what is Peter Pan? Your fourth Jeopardy category is potpourri. The name of this language, in the language itself, is Igpe at Inlay. What is pig Latin? Excellent. Today's fifth Jeopardy category is the largest in area. Of the three countries in clue, which one is the largest? Switzerland, Italy, France. What is France? Yes, that's correct. Today's sixth Jeopardy category is the gym. The first world championship in this gymnastic sport bounced into view in 1964. What is the trampoline? Yes, that's it. Your next Jeopardy category is the science lab. This piece of lab equipment used to develop plate cultures was named for a 1920s German bacteriologist. What is the petri? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Our next category is fruits and veggies. The Where's name fruit? of this peach-like fruit comes from that of the mythological drink of the gods. <laughs> Again, the category is fruits and veggies. You know? The name of this peach-like fruit comes from that of the mythological drink of the gods. What is a nectarine? You're right. Nice. Your next category is French food. Uh-oh. You can't have your gâteau, this, and eat it too. What is cake? You're right. Our category is international language lessons. The Jewish Sabbath, or Shabbat, begins each week at sundown on this day. What is Saturday? No, Friday. The correct response was what is Friday. Damn it, Rufus. The next category is the genius bar. 
This Italian who gave us the law of falling bodies was put on trial in 1633 for supporting the heliocentric model of the universe. Who is Galileo? Good job. Our last Jeopardy category is half-century history 1950-2000. He's the president who signed into law the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Who is John F. The category is half-century history 1950-2000. He's the president who signed into law the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Who is John F. Kennedy? Sorry, but the correct response was who was Lyndon Johnson. Johnson, he was after. Let's see how you did. I knew it. Good work. We scored eight out of twelve clues. Nine. We scored in the top sixty-one percent of players today. You're in the top sixty-one percent of players for all time. There are all five days to play from the past week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Good luck today, players. The first category is jackal. Hot. The jackal-headed Anubis is the god of the dead in this mythology. What is Egyptian? Correct. The character Stephen Hyde dated Neela Kunis's Jackie Burkhardt on this Fox sitcom. What is that 70s show? Excellent. Your third category is three-word book titles by Middle Word. The middle word in this Colson Whitehead title is underground. Repeat the question. Again, the category is three-word book titles by Middle Word. The middle word in this Colson Whitehead title is underground. What is the underground barrage? That was a guess. That's that not it. The correct response was, what is the Underground Railroad? Oh, I was going to say that! When Richard Hatch won the first season of Survivor, he took home a Pontiac Aztec in this cash prize. What is $250,000? That's not it. The correct response was, what is $1 million? On this category, third man. In addition to devising the absolute temperature scale, this physicist had an absolutely kicking beard. Repeat the question. Again, the category is beard man. In addition to devising the absolute temperature scale, this physicist had an absolutely kicking beard. Kelvin. You're right. Nice. The sixth Jeopardy category is Ron Fighter. The response rhymes with the word fighter. It's the pointed hat worn by a bishop. Repeat the question. Again, the category is rhyme fighter. It's the pointed hat worn by a bishop. Rhyme fighter. Please, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is or what is. What is a pointy-moity? No. No, that's incorrect. <coughs> What is a mitre? It's time for your next clues. Our next category is World Rivers. It was formerly known as the Zaire River. What is the Congo? Good job. The eighth category is Act of Congress, a.k.a. This, this 1935 legislation was an act to provide for the general welfare 
by establishing the system of federal old age benefits. What is Social Security? Correct. Oh, yeah, you're Our next category is entertainment. Oh, yeah. Tom Hardy gave his voice the sound of a James Brown lounge music to play this Marvel character. Who is Venom? Good job. Oh! The 10th Jeopardy category is the not so vicious circle. This feminine name for a rotating round tray used to serve food dates back to the 1910s. What is a lazy Susan? Yes, that's correct. Nice. Our 11th category is art subjects. Uh-oh. Near the end of his rose period, he foreshadowed his move to cubism with a portrait of Gertrude Stein. Repeat the question. Again, the category is art subjects. Near the end of his rose period, he foreshadowed his move to cubism with a portrait of Gertrude Stein. Who is Monet? Again, the category is art subjects. Near the end of his rose period, he foreshadowed his move to cubism with a portrait of Gertrude Stein. Who is Monet? Uh. No, the correct response was who is Pablo Picasso. Oh, no one ever Our last Pablo Jeopardy Picasso. category is Hawaiian crossword clues. The dawn of tiny bubbles, two letters. What is Poe? Mm-hmm. You're right. Let's see how you did it. Good work. You scored 8 out of 12 clues. Your game time for today is 7 minutes and 49 seconds. There are four days to catch up on. Would you like to catch up on those clues? I think we would, Alex. Yes. You're already a subscriber. With your Jeopardy subscription, you get six additional clues every day with double Jeopardy, as well as 12 Team Jeopardy clues on Saturdays and 12 Sports Jeopardy clues on Sundays. Welcome back to Jeopardy. You've already played all the available clues. Would you like to continue your earlier game? Yes. Good luck today, players. Your first category is three-word city. In 1950, as part of a radio quiz show promotion, the city of Hot Springs, New Mexico changed its name to this. Repeat the question. Again, the category is three-word city. In, in 1950, as part of a radio quiz show promotion, the city of Hot Springs, New Mexico, changed its name to this. What is Wheel of Fortune? No. Sorry, the correct response was what is truth or consequences. What? The next Jeopardy category is she married that rock star. Oh, there you go. Supermodel Iman married this rock star in 1992. Who is David Bowie? Yeah, yes. Lucky man. The third category is buckets. This phrase for a very small quantity traces back to Isaiah 4015. Repeat the question. Gimel category is buckets. This phrase for a very small quantity traces back to Isaiah 4015. Repeat the question. Again, the category is buckets. This phrase for a very small quantity traces back to Isaiah 4015. What is I don't recall? <laughs> That's not it. The co- correct response was what is a drop in the bucket? What? what? Today's fourth category is architecture. It's not just a part of your genes. 
It's also a type of door that slides along a track and disappears into a recess in the wall. Repeat the question. Oh, I know what it is. Again, in the category of architecture, it's not just a part of your genes. It's also a type of door that slides along the track and disappears into a recess in the wall. What is a pocket door? Yes, that's it. Our fifth category is the 20th century. In the U.S., prohibition came to an end in this decade. What is the 1920s? What? That's not it. The correct response is what are the 1930s? Our sixth Jeopardy category is contronym. A contronym is a word with two meanings that contradict each other. You can use fingerprints to find the correct response. It means to add fine particles or remove them. Repeat the question? Again, the category is contronym. You, you can use fingerprints to find the correct response. It means to add fine particles or remove them. What is brush? Sorry, the correct response was that weird. Weird. Uh, I hope you're ready for another six clues. That's the not fair. Category is speaking volume. Before he had us waiting for Godot, he had readers waiting for another follow-up to his novel Malloy. This is your specialty. Uh, no, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Samuel Beckett. Your eighth okay. category is Brass is an alloy of copper and this metal. What is silicon? Again, the category is chemistry. Brass is an alloy of copper and this metal. What is silver? That's not it. The correct response is what is zinc. Today's ninth category is TV play. At its peak in the late 90s, this NBC news magazine aired on Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Repeat the question. Again, the category is TV Puri. At its peak in the late 90s, this NBC news magazine aired on Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. What is the 60 minutes? What? Sorry, the correct response was what is Dateline. Oh. Your category is that used to happen. Really? Long before brands like AIM and Green, people made this, using burnt eggshells and the ashes of ox food. What is toothpaste? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Your 11th category is religious idioms. A soldier's first experience with actual combat is known as a baptism by this. What is fire? Yes, that's correct. Your Finally. final category is the end of the Russian name. The response ends with the letter B. An art center bearing the name of the Soviet-born ballet dancer stands at 450 West 37th Street in New York City. Who is Barishnikov? Excellent. Let's see how you did today. Already you scored five out of twelve clues. You're in the top 77% of players for all time. You have three days to play from the past week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Well, yes. Here are the clues for today. All right, let's get around. We've got to end on a high note. 
Our first Jeopardy category is around the world. In 2019, police took a crocodile into custody for loitering in this country's northern territory. What is Australia? Good job. Our second Jeopardy category is offbeat history. Perhaps the match for John Cena, Mongolian noblewoman Kutulu tested her suitors one-on-one in this sport. What is wrestling? You're right. Your third category is influential writing. A modern review of his Candide calls it a satire as pertinent today as when it was written in the 18th century. Repeat the question. Again, the category is influential writing. A modern review of his Candide calls it a satire as pertinent today as when it was written in the 18th century. Who is Shakespeare? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Voltaire? The fourth category is animated TV characters. On Rugrats, Tommy and Angelica share this edible surname. Repeat the question. Again, the category is animated TV characters. On Rugrats, Tommy and Angelica share this edible surname. Sorry, the correct response was what is pickles. Oh. Our next category is weights and measures. After Steiger, or a unit of length equal to five and a half yards. What is it, a rod? Excellent. You're a wizard. Out of three four-letter words ending in O, decide the two that comes when starting this trendy diet. Stay hydrated and avoid strenuous exercise. What is keto? Yes. Yeah. That's it. It's time for your next six clues. Today's seventh category is famous Texans. Born to Tejano parents in Corpus Christi, this desperate housewife star is the youngest of four daughters. Repeat the question. Desperate housewives. Again, the category is famous Texans. Born to Tejano parents in Corpus Christi, this desperate housewife star is the youngest of four daughters. Repeat the question. Again, the category is famous Texans. Born to Tejano parents in Corpus Christi, this desperate housewife star is the youngest of four daughters. Who is Mendez? Again, the category is famous Texans. Born to Tejano parents in Corpus Christi, this desperate housewife star is the youngest of four daughters. Who is Mendez? Sorry. The correct response was who is Eva Longoria. Ah. Our next category is musical creatures. The Minotaur was born after Poseidon arranged for Minus's wife to fall in love with one of these animals. Repeat the question. Again, the category is musical creatures. The Minotaur was born after Poseidon arranged for Minus's wife to fall in love with one of these animals. What is a bowl? You're right. Nice. The next Jeopardy category is B. I'm response Starts with the letter B. From the Greek for life and sight, it's the removal of tissue, fluids, and cells from the body to check for illness. When is a biopsy? Good job. Your 10th Jeopardy category is potpourri. It's the only unit of geologic time that's longer than an era. What is an eon? 
Again, the category is a potpourri. It's the only unit of geologic time that's longer than an era. What is an eon? Excellent. Right. Our next category is a disaster area. With a magnitude of 7.9, a 1906 earthquake started a fire in this city that raged for four days. What is San Francisco? Good job. The last category is being first and last letter. In the song by Herman's Hermit, there's a kind of this all over the world tonight. Repeat the question. Again, the category is same first and last letter. In a song by Herman Thomas, there's a kind of this all over the world tonight. One day is an aura? I don't. That's not it. The correct response was what is hush. All right, let, let's see how you did today. Good work. You scored 8 out of 12 points. Again? Good job. You did better than your last game. That's better than I thought. This week, would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Yeah, I think we can do one more before my battery dies. The first category is the Bible book tells me so. This Bible book says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What is Genesis? Sorry, the correct response was what is song. Our next category is lesser known names. Grab a pencil so you don't forget to thank geochemist Claire Patterson for this being banned as an additive in fuel and paint. What is lead? Yeah, that's correct. Your next Jeopardy category is geographically speaking. The response includes the name of a geographic place. In a guide to restaurants in this Chicago neighborhood, the sometimes touts the baked beauty at the Rosebud. What is Wrigleyville? No, that's incorrect. Mm. The correct response was what is Little Italy? Oh. Your fourth mm. category is Silent K is Golden. The response starts with a silent K. It comes before Creek in the name of a bourbon brand. What is Knob? Mm. Yes, that's correct. This category is five of a kind. Journalism's traditional five W's are who, what, when, where, and if. What is why? Yes. Excellent. Today's sixth category is TV drama. Philip K. Dick earned one Hugo for the book, and Amazon earned two Emmys for the TV show, The Man in the High, this. What is, what is tower? Yes. That's correct. Let's see what's in store in Double Jeopardy. The category is history timeline. In 1786, this former Continental Army captain led a rebellion in Massachusetts protesting state economic policies. Repeat the question. Again, this category is history timeline. In 1786, this former Continental Army captain led a rebellion in Massachusetts protesting state economic policies. Who is Whiskey? I, I don't know. Sorry, the correct response was who is Daniel Shea? Oh, yeah, yeah. Today's eighth Jeopardy category is body part adjective. Wiener. Ocular means pertaining to these. What is I? You're right. 
Your category is establishing some borders. This country has Latvia on its southern border and Russia on its eastern one. Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is or what is? What is the Ukraine? The correct response was, what is Estonia? Your 10th Jeopardy category is a role for the director. He played hitman Jimmy Short in Mean Street. Repeat question. Again, in the category is a role for the director. He played hitman Jimmy Short in Mean Street. Who is Gene Hackman? Uh-uh. No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Martin Scorsese? Our next category is Nikon. A birch tree forest adorns the bottom of a frozen two snow globe featuring a snowman playing leaves. Repeat the question. What? Again, the category is Nikon. A birch tree forest adorns the bottom of a frozen two snow globe featuring a snowman playing leaves. Who's in frozen two? Who is Scorsese? Sorry. The correct response was who is Ola. Oh, Our final category is Kerouac. Jack, Jack Kerouac's last major novel was 1962's Big Sur, named for a stretch of coastline in the state. What is California? Excellent. Let's see how you did today. That's good. pretty good. You scored half the clues today. You have one day to play. That's just one day. Let's do one more day. Catch up on those clues. Yes. My computer has one percent. It might die, but let's do it. I forgot to bring my charger. The road to hell is paved with not a steamroller, but with good things. What is good intentions? You're right. Today's second category is ooh, sorry. This synonym for sorry ends with a five-letter word that means corny or cliche. Repeat the question. What? Again, the category is ooh, sorry. This synonym for sorry ends with a five-letter word that means corny or cliche. What, what is sorry, Barry? That's not it. The correct response was what is contrite. Today's third Jeopardy category is you're out of the hole. The thief type of this insect is so named because it comes out from its hole to steal from nearby colonies. What is an ant? Yes, that's correct. Our next category is make a selection. Please surround the NBA's first draft lottery, which was held in 1985 when this team picked Patrick Ewing. Who is the Lakers? Sorry, the correct response was who are the New York Knicks. Our fifth Jeopardy category is in finally. In 2019, in the final moments of the TV series, Jon Snow ventures north of the wall. What is, repeat the question. Again, the category is in finally. In 2019, in the final moments of the TV series, Jon Snow ventures north of the wall. What is Game of Thrones? Yes, that's correct. The next Jeopardy category is the writers are trying to be clever. This I, Claudius author said, there's no money in poetry, 
But there's no poetry in money, either. Who is Shakespeare? Damn it. No, the correct response was who is Robert Graves. That's it for the Jeopardy round. Time now for Double Jeopardy. Your seventh Jeopardy category is Pulitzer-winning journalism. Sherry Fink won a Pulitzer for reporting on the life and death decisions made by doctors during the 2005 hurricane. What is Katrina? Yes, that's it. Your eighth Jeopardy category is food and drink movie quotes. When the multi-layered Shrek tried to say, ogres are like these vegetables, Donkey replied, they stink? Repeat the question. Again, the category is food and drink movie quotes. When the multi-layered Shrek tried to say, ogres are like these vegetables, Donkey replied, they stink? What is an onion? Wow. No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what are onions? Ah, Your next Jeopardy say. category is in the arts world. It's easy to find this federal agency online. Just punch up arts.gov. What is the, the arts and entertainment agency? Sorry. The correct response was what is the National Endowment for the Arts? The 10th Jeopardy category is You Killed Me. No Americans were harmed when SEAL Team 6 slayed this leader in May 2011. Who is Osama bin Laden? Yes, that's it. Today's 11th category is South American Places. This ancient city in Peru has a daily quota on paid visitors, but on Sundays, residents of the Cusco province get in for free. What is Machu Picchu? Good job. The last Jeopardy category is 3M. The response includes the letter M three times. In 1950, Henry Kissinger graduated from Harvard this way, Latin for with highest praise. What is magna summa cum laude? No. Yes. Ah! No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is summa cum laude? All right, let's see how you did today. Not bad. You scored six out of 12 Seven. clues today. You've already played all the clues this week. Eight. You must love playing Jeopardy. Please rate our skill today. Come back tomorrow for Folks, Sports Jeopardy. On the Hypersloth Happy Hour. This is the Double Z saying uh, adios, and we'll catch you on show number 345 next Saturday. We're going to start a political show, folks, and Rufus is not going to take it seriously. So we're going to let people call up and we're going to read them some new assholes. And on next week's show, I've got two good ideas for two phony phone calls. Tune in. The Double Z is going to give you a treat and Rufus is going to help. So thanks for listening to the Hypersoft Happy Hour. This is the Double Z. That's Rufus over there by his computer. Sat down. Good one, Rufus. Rufus, we'll catch you next week, my man. And uh, we're going to end the show right now. Love you, folks. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. 
With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.